Hello, hello. G'day, g'day. You are listening to Charging Stallion Presents, News We Like. My name's Cam. My name's Tim. I'm Jono. And I'm Jacob. It is a packed podcast today. <laughs> we are coming to you from Byron Bay. Charging Stallion just played a show that Jacob organised. Jacob, can you give us a, a very brief description of what it was? Um, the company that I work for, Thrills, um, we've always kind of made a bit of a big deal about having a nice party the night before Splendour to warm everyone up. So this year we kind of decided to step it up a little bit. I guess we um got a venue. It's like an old abandoned quarry. Um, mm. Massive granite walls and water and all the nice things and shit for everyone to drink beers at. Yeah. Um, bunch of free booze and kind of put on all of our favourite bands. It was picturesque. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, wow, you have really outdone yourself. Like there was a projector screen. <laughs> but if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, yeah, a projector screen, that doesn't sound flash cam. They were projecting onto like a 500 meter cliff face. So it was that flash. And yeah. 50 meter size fucking projections as well. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think it was crazy. Yep. And yeah. a, a car that had like. Uh, smoke machine constantly coming out of it and lights inside the car. John, your band Pissed Idiots played and tell me about your highlights of the night. Okay. Um, well, for one, I didn't even realise there was a car there. I only heard that today. That you could actually go and you could beat up a car. I only just found out that today, but yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was sick. We just had like, I think, five bands and just everyone at the end kind of got up together and was just partying. Yeah, it was sick. I had a really good time. Jono, oh. I've had. I, we were talking about this last night when we got back here, and I've had. I've had. We've had some some times together on oh, on yeah. the tour and yeah. everything. Now, we've the times I've seen you drink. The only way I can describe your style of drinking <laughs> is nitro drunk. Like, there's, there's, there's one. There's one just drunk, Jono, and and um, I was wondering if there if there is ever that second gear. Is it straight to straight to fit? No, straight to fifth. We, uh, well, for starters, I mean, there was Jameson and Dry for free. So, I mean, I saw that straight away, forgot about the beer and just went straight to that. And then realising that there was a bottle of Jameson as well at the back, which was pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I whipped that one out real late. Yeah, that was... Um, and then the second one out a bit later. Yeah, that was really good. So, yeah, you could say that that was kind of definitely a factor. <laughs> Why well, it kind of got like that. Oh, yeah, it was good. How did you guys go organising? Because there was free booze for yeah. five hundred people. Don't say that. So two, <laughs> 200, 200 one hundred, whatever the legal yeah. amount that you were supposed to have there. Yeah. We were meant to have one hundred and fifty, so let's just say we had that. Yeah. Um, no, we flat out hit like five hundred and fifty people. Holy shit! Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys were, you guys had to shut the gates last night, eh? And so yeah. turn people away. And we always do. Like it's like you. You can't get a 500 capacity venue that's ever gonna let you serve free alcohol, and mm. it's it's actually kind of fucking hard. Hey, like people don't get that most of your friends and like associated crowd with the bands that we all play in and shit aren't assholes. Mm-hmm. So everyone freaks out when you say you're gonna serve free booze, and so we kind of we covered we cover our asses when we like tick all the legal boxes and insurance wise and serve food and do all that kind of stuff. But the guys like. This is going to sound like a wanky shout-out, but, like, the Young Henry's guys and Jamison and stuff, they're fucking great. Yeah. They always come to the party, literally, and look after us. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking huge. Like, 
Was, yeah. It was like when we went on tour and Young Henry's uh, on the coin toss tour and Young Henry was what the first stop we had what eight eight, <laughs> eight, eight or twelve cases just for the bus yeah, just the, to drink yeah, beers in the bus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they were all done. The first eight cartons went in the first night, <laughs> and then, like, I, I literally pissed off everybody in that company because I had to ring them every second day. And I remember like the fucking messaging just going, maybe we might need a few more because like yeah. there's none left. <laughs> Yeah, every fucking time they'd just be like, "Okay, cool, go here, <laughs> go <laughs> pull, up, pull up here, and here's another twelve cases." And yeah. like, don't die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was there anyone last night that? Um, was there any dramas last night at all? Dude, not not a fucking single one. Hey, yeah. yeah. I think someone said maybe a couple of guys got a bit pissy and they argued, and the security guard just belittled them. <laughs> that is the most mellow outcome of a gig. Like normally, that would not be a story. Yeah. People had an argument and then they got belittled. Like that's beautiful. That yeah. that was the biggest drama, man. Yeah, the head security guard was super fucking cool, and he um he told me at the end of the night he's like, yeah, these guys were about to fight, and he's like, I just went over and like picked on them. I <laughs> <laughs> like, you fucking kidding? He's like, yeah. He's like, I just told him to stop acting like a bunch of babies. He's like, I asked him how old they were and told him to act their age. <laughs> I was like, that was it. I was like, fuck. So That's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the intro, intro of our podcast. Is there any news, because this is a news podcast, is there any news that's caught your eye recently that you want our listeners to know about? You know what? We were only, because we, we actually listen to the podcast yeah. when we're usually driving with Sniff <laughs> and everyone. And I was saying, if I ever got the chance, I'd have a story, but I really don't. It's going to annoy me now. So. Well, I think that's my fault because I gave you about 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds notice. <laughs> so don't beat yourself yeah, up. Okay. Right, right. I, I pretty much um, just grabbed you from outside and said, yeah. okay, you're on the intro. Yeah. No. Uh, I've got like three kind of, they're not really news, but like. Timmy showed me a, a really great video of a chimpanzee punching a child in the face before. <laughs> that was going to be one of my stories. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, like, I, I had justified now. Yeah. I, I had a backup though. I, I had a backup. So I was like, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm still interested in that. Can you please give me, without yeah. playing the video, just give me a play-by-play. Does the child kind of wind up the chimp? How are they near yeah. each other? It's like, um, it doesn't line it up like Rocky style or anything. It's like gloves on. Yeah. It. But the girl's being really nice. She probably didn't deserve to get punched in the face. I don't think. Why is, she, why is she in range of a chimp? She's feeding the chimp. Okay. So she's like, uh, looks like it's um, Southeast Asia somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it probably looks like Indonesia. Um, and it's a girl and a mum, and they're feeding the chimp like peanuts and a bit of food. And yeah. Chimp's fucking buff, dude. <laughs> Watch you see the video. It's fucking solid. <laughs> I would hate to get punched by that. I'd hate yeah. to get punched by anyone. But like <laughs> that thing. Would a muscly chimp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like a young girl, and then. She's feeding it peanuts out of nowhere too. It just gets real pissy for some reason and just fully socks the girl in the face. Oh and no! She falls over and just like. Oh, Timmy's lined the video up. Yeah, she goes down like a sack of potatoes. Uh, it doesn't have any sound on it, but he's the, the, they're feeding the monkey and then uh, here we go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like a swift jab. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's not like a hook or anything. It's just a straight yeah. jab to the Shit. nose, and she goes down. Yeah. After watching it, I feel like maybe the monkey saw the kid as a like a threat. The kid was going to eat some yeah. of the peanuts. Like it's kind of like get out of my space. I'm hungry. I'm not sharing. Survival yeah. of the fittest. Yeah. yeah. Scenario. yeah right. <laughs>
Sweet. Was there anything else you guys want people to do? Follow Mini Skirt and Pissed Idiots on Instagram. Yep, definitely. Yep. Don't um, even waste your time. We don't post you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Liquid Face too. They yeah. were fucking yeah. sick. First I mean, time that, seeing them, they were sick. They were really yeah, good. We were yeah. going to talk about highlights and like... Mm. I think Liquid Face was a fucking highlight. Yeah, yeah they which were awesome. sucks because they played first and we're all meant to be better than them. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not better than you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, by placement, we're yeah. meant to perform better. Yeah. But anyway, they but, um, killed it. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Get yeah. behind them. And you can see that, and then fuck by the end of it, I don't even think I was playing drums, and then I had to sing because well, I weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how it turned out, like the placement and everything. And I wasn't even playing drums at one point, so yeah. it was just. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, and by the end of it, God, it was good though. By so much fun. Point, you mean like four songs? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like not even doing it anymore. Yeah, massive shout out to Steve Kelly who drummed oh, for yeah. us. Everyone. Oh, yeah, everyone. <laughs> like, pretty much. Every he, band he played pretty much a four hour set yeah. and then he just had and, musicians backing him up. And done it with ease too. Just oh, yeah. so easy. Yeah. yeah. yeah we got to keep that guy on hand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. If you're a band, put Steve Kelly on the door every show and then you've just got a backup drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you for joining us. Oh, um, we'll let you get back to chilling out mm. and um, hopefully give you more notice next time we yeah, want yeah. you guys to join us on the show. Beautiful. Lovely. All right, Legends. Yeah, of see you later. We'll see you back out there later. All right. Well, here we are, Timmy. Been borrowing Bay Cam. And, um, mate, it's nice to, uh, just before we jump in the stories, it's nice to... Uh, to be in beautiful weather, man. It's coming from coming yeah. from Melbourne um, a couple of days ago, and strolling strolling here into uh, in, into into Byron, and going for a swim yesterday. Oh yeah, shit, man, so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, bro. Um, you slept on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we got, well, Timmy and I were pretty much the old men of the festival last mm. night. We both got back to Cam's house where we're staying uh, probably before midnight and um, just sat around. I patted Cam's cat and then uh, when I got up this morning, I saw that you were asleep just on the bare ground mm. and then I, the next thought I had after thinking that looks uncomfortable was, oh, you've just had shoulder surgery. <laughs> so it's probably not ideal, but are you feeling okay? I'm feeling great, man. I actually feel pretty good this morning. I, well, see, what happened was when I came home with you, mm. we were speaking about Sasha and I, I'd just eaten a mushroom. That's right. Yeah, and so and so so um, our, our mate was like was like oh I got some mushrooms and I was like oh now I'm probably gonna go home and mm. and he was like well I'm not gonna like, I'm not eating one until someone has one with me and I just go oh I've one with you mate <laughs> <laughs> and then I had one and then I boosted back here and then you sort of cruised to bed and I ended up being the last like first 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 one with you to come back but last to go to bed last night I think it was four thirty or oh true so I you powered through to the very end of the yeah. night yeah uh, one of my highlights so far of this trip to Byron was hearing another story about that same mate that you said wanted you to wanted to take mushrooms with you. Mm. Apparently later in the night, he was lying on another man's stomach and that man was trying to go to bed and our mate with the mushrooms was staring at his face for ages and then said, oh, whoops, I thought you were a mannequin and then I realised I could see every hair on your face. <laughs> what a lie, eh? I lit- and this guy, I just put this guy into a bed just before. Like He's charging, he's having a great time. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the news stories, Timmy, one more thing. We are in Byron. Splendour is happening. And do you know what that means for you? That means you right now are in the same small town as one of your idols, Lord. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, I, I, I very much, I very much, very much do love Lord. Mm. And um, Her and- or Xena Warrior Princess, if you had to live... Oh. 
in a flat in a shitty flat with one of them. Hundred um, percent, Lord, because because mm. um, Lucy Lawless, who mm. plays Zena, is about fifty something yep. now. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely. You think Lord. it would be a better housemate match with Lord? Yeah, just just like 20, 20 years, <laughs> twenty uh, yeah. years better. I think I think we just have a bit more in common. You wouldn't clash as much as you and Lucy might. Yeah, I she think, might be a clean freak. I don't know, but. It would be real cool living with Xena. But yeah. I think the novelty would wear off after a few weeks. It would probably become like a mother-son dynamic just because yeah. of the age gap. I think and so. And then she'd probably drop, in your opinion, because you'd be fighting all the time. Yeah, and then like, we'd both feel weird when I hit on her. Yeah, I'd oh, still hit on her, even though you guys were fighting. <laughs> oh, in, in this in this thing, I'm a single. In this in this imaginary land, I'm a single man. <laughs> the memory of the fact you have a girlfriend in real life just came into your head, didn't it's it? It's always there. I'm in love, Cameron. I'm in love. This is an imaginary situation. <laughs> All right. And if I was a single man living with Lucy Lawless, I'm having a crack. I'm going to have a fight with her and I'm going to hit on her. <laughs> what a complex fantasy. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I um, I just used one of my new stories. Well, Jacob did. <laughs> yeah, so, so should you, should, should you kick, kick off here? Yeah, I can do. Yeah, cool. A new telescope is being built to explore the origins of the universe. Now, Timmy, this one comes from a newspaper. So I got this one, which is crazy for me. Like, I'd definitely expect that kind of behavior from you. But this one comes from the Byron Shire Echo. Uh, A new telescope is being built in the southern hemisphere to explore exploding stars, black holes, and the origins of the universe. South Africa plans to launch the Multinational Square Kilometre Array, or SCAR for short, S-K-A, by the year 2030 and will be the largest of its kind in the world. I think it's exciting. So is it, so it's going to be in Australia? South Africa. South Africa, right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, dude, that's, it's cool. It's like, we talk about this almost every week. It's one step by step closer, man. Mm. <laughs> I really think that when people bag this kind of shit and say, you know, think of all the things that are happening on the planet – um, we like we, we shouldn't be spending money on these things. We shouldn't be doing that. I think that's a load of shit because I think this is just the next like it's 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 like saying like you know people shouldn't have shouldn't have looked for Australia or America or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, back, uh, yeah. Back, back in the day, like, we wouldn't have discovered the the whole rest of the world. Now that's done, mm-hmm. and we're sort of like clocked that, and now we're at the next step, and it's starting at a base now, and yeah. and we're sort of just right on sort of that that starting starting level and. You know, man. In who knows? And in, in in you know, it was it was what like um, a few is it like three or four centuries ago that like USA was was discovered and and I think, man, that you know, we look three or four centuries time. I would be very surprised mm. if we hadn't discovered some other form of life mm. um, in in you know in in the, in the next you know three or four hundred years. And doing shit like this is what's going to get us to that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The only thing that frustrates me when I read something like that is that it's in the year 2030 that they're talking about. I think no news like that should come to me unless it's in the next year or two. <laughs> because I get so excited. And they always put the in the year of when it's going to happen like near the end of the announcement or the article. So it's like, hey, we're discovering the origins of life. We're going to tell you where the world came from. In 2030. <laughs> and it just makes me so annoyed. It's like your parents saying, yeah, yeah, you can have um, KFC for dinner on your 18th. Like, <laughs> don't even tell me if it's going to be that much of a wait. I don't want to hear. 
Because it is exciting but frustrating when you're going to delay it like that. Um, have you ever been out to The Dish? Where is it? It's um, it's in Parks, um, a, a, a town, um, I think, it's New, yeah, it's, yeah, New South Wales, place nah. called Parks, and it's from the movie The Dish, so it's a super Australian, fam- uh, famous Australian movie. Okay. And um, you go out there, man, and seeing big, um, like, um, satellite dishes like mm. that and show that it's it's real awesome, eh? And 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 it doesn't. Surprise What's that one listening at? Um, that one was so the the story of the movie is that one actually helped trans um helped helped direct the um the uh footage of the first ever, of the first uh, um the only uh, people to walk on the moon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so so there was like that's what the uh, that's what the 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 movie is a, mm. is, is is about, and so they because um, where we were positioned in in orbit, they they copped it first from from the moon and actually directed the footage of uh, of uh, Neil Armstrong walk, walking on the moon across to the world. Oh, sweet! Yeah. Okay, and Australia did that. So they pumped footage through it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they caught the footage from. What's from it been the moon. doing since then? No idea. <laughs> I feel like it's a big, like it's a big job for sure. But that was that was fifty years ago. Yeah, pull your weight, dish. I think long, long, when was the moon landing? Do you reckon? Do you reckon? You're just fine with us both having a subjective stab. Yeah, I'm going to go for nineteen sixty three. Well, I got a computer right here, but we're not going to look yeah, it what's up. Your, I'm going to say nineteen sixty five, and we'll just never know. Yeah, don't tell us uh, if you listen. If I you're don't listening, know. Yeah, don't send us a message on any social media platform. Just send us a thumbs up. Like, good on you for guessing. <laughs> That's our, if you're joining us for the first time, that is our approach to news. <laughs> Welcome to our news podcast. <laughs> and if you don't like it, that's probably fair enough. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> All right, Cam, I've got a news story here for you. Mm. The headline is, um, Spanish public servant skips work for a decade. Good man. Have you heard about nah. this story? Dude, it gets so crazy. Okay, so this guy was earning 80K a mm. year. And what he was doing is... Um, he was going in the morning, uh, clocking in, and then going back in the afternoon and clocking out. So everyone just thought that he was one of the people that did his work off. Heaps of meetings. Yeah, just all his, all his work off, off site. Mm-hmm. And um, what he was really doing, do you want to have a guess what he was really doing in, in his spare time? I don't reckon you can guess. What okay. he, with all his time he was doing, what do you think, what do you think he, was, he was up to? I reckon he was running a dry cleaning business. Bro, not too far off. Oh. He was running a male brothel. Okay. So he had a side hustle. Yeah, he yeah. had a side hustle. And um, I think it's crazy. Like, so this guy for 10, for, for 10 years, a whole mm. decade, was going in the morning, clocking on, and then going and running a male brothel. Yeah. And then going and clocking off in the afternoon. Yeah. What a crazy life. I think good on him. I think that it's so possible to do that. There's so many people in so many offices and it's easy to do that if people think that you have off-site meetings. But this guy nailed it, like ran a business. He's probably got heaps of cash saved. It doesn't matter that he got fired. Um, he, uh, uh, the best thing is, right, um, following the tribunal's verdict, many were critical that, um, that the guy was only suspended... <laughs> Oh, Avoid, wasn't he fired? Avoiding the, most, <laughs> avoiding the most serious section of permanent loss of his status as a public official. I'm crazy that that, like, the only, 
the 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 worst he he could have got was losing his job. I would have thought, you know, did he not lose his job? He got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't done his job for ten years. He yeah. doesn't know how to do it. Wow. <laughs> and he got suspended. Yeah, and technology's changed. Like it's probably a different job by now, but he has no idea because he hasn't touched it. Oh, send him in whenever. <laughs> yeah, we just got a bob in from Jimmy G, and uh, we we got a we got a full house here. We we got a full house here today, and um and uh, all, all the boys are are outside uh, having a having a great time. Yeah, having a blast. Um, but yeah, that guy is he's so suspended, so I'll probably be getting back into uh getting back into his in, into his job. And yeah, I can't believe the lenience from the bosses. They took him through the tribunal and then still said, oh, just a slap on the wrist. Dude, Spain is so chill. That's where you should work if you like a cruisy life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timmy. Well, I am nowhere near ready to tell you my second story. Here we go. There you go. That was all right. Yeah, that <laughs> you, was okay. You shouldn't have doubted yourself. I shouldn't man. have. Being lonely is worse for your health than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. All right, so they did a survey of 20,000 Americans and it was revealed that young people are a lot more likely to report being lonely than senior citizens. So for Gen Z, or Z, which is ages 18 to 22, the score, the loneliness score that they reported was the highest with around 48. I don't know what, how the loneliness mm. scale works. And or, that's old people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically the reason that loneliness can be as harmful to your health as smoking, as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, is that loneliness needs, leads to stress. Stress leads to inflammation, which can lead to physical problems like heart attacks or um, issues in your veins, I guess. So the study, the study just said if you're lonely, you're sick. <laughs> that was all I'd screenshotted. But uh, yeah, so but they, so they're saying that, that 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 mainly it's old people that that are the lonely ones that are that are that are going to die though, right? So no, no, it's young people, 18, oh. 18 to twenty two years old. Oh, these, true. these are the people, yeah, yeah, right. And so it's it's worse for your health than smoking fifteen cigarettes a day. Being lonely yeah. is going to screw up your body more than smoking. Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy, man? I, yeah. I always find it wild, like that whole thing, how much we we forget. Uh, sometimes that we're pack animals, mm. you know, and and I think that if you don't have like that that that's sort of your 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 wolf pack around you, whatever whoever it might be, mm. um, it affects you in so many different ways. So healthiest thing has become part of a biker gang. <laughs> that's probably the best thing for your physical health. Well, you might get shot, but yeah, that part's not too healthy. <laughs> When um yeah when we were in um when we lived in Yarraville we lived right near a near like a, a bikey headquarters there they seem healthy and um a couple of times the ambos rocked up there because they got the place got shot up yeah yeah just um by the bikey gangs I think uh, yeah I guess yeah I guess that's the risk but they're mates yeah they're not <laughs> they're, lonely no they're not lonely they're having a good time. And then oh, I got this right. One time we were uh, because this had just happened, and then a couple of days later, after the bike place got shut, we saw Dean and I, my old housemate, and one of our one of our best friends. He he, him and I were in the in the Yarraville Centre, mm. and we saw all these news cameras and everything flying down. We're like, oh, something's happened again with the bike. Is it going to turn to a war? Whatever. 
what it was was 50 metres down the road. Um, Quentin Tarantino and Samuel L. Jackson were at the Sun, Sun Theatre in Yarraville doing doing like a, a talk out the front oh, and, yes. out the front and everything. And we were 50 metres away, one of my idols of all time, and we didn't go because we thought we'd go the other way and avoid like, being anywhere near where the bike oh, is. Oh, man. <laughs> When you pass away and your life flashes before your eyes, that'll be the final moment that you get left with. Like you'll be like beauty and growth, friendship and fun, and then just as a little like just before you pass away, it'll be that memory. Yeah, and also this. <laughs> oh man, but totally though. Um, yeah. So if you, but um, on like a serious note to that. Mm. If you, are, if you are lonely and you are listening to this podcast, um, there's places you can, there's lines you can call. and, mm. and um, The good thing about this article was it says the answer to that. Like you, mm. you just need to create meaningful relationships yeah. and you'll feel, you'll, it'll affect your physical health. Exactly. And another thing that it mentions, because I think at the moment a lot of the time that anything to do with loneliness or mental health comes up, Mainstream news often says, and social media is to blame. No, it, it isn't actually. And in this article, it specifically says social media doesn't make us lonelier. Uh, that's just something old people say because they don't understand it and they see it as their kids staring at a screen. Uh, having meaningful relationships, whether they're online or offline, is going to be beneficial for your health. Yeah. I've got a little clip. To play your cam, a little okay. song. I don't know if you would have heard this song before. All right, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you. Okay. Now, for for most of our listeners, um, all of our Australian listeners who would 100% know what that was about, All Aussie Adventures is coming back after after 14 years. Now, when I was a kid, Cam, this was was one of one of my all time favourite shows. Um, one of most kids growing up all all time favourite shows mm-hmm. for like very much to, sort of for a family comedy, and uh, Glenn Robbins uh, he plays this character called Russell Coit. And Russell Coit is this bushman that sort of uh, goes into goes into the outback, and we'll we'll take we'll take people out in the outback on different episodes and stuff like that. And he's this overconfident guy who's actually completely useless in the bush, mm-hmm. but pretends to 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 know know everything. And yeah. um, I think it's one of the the best. Um, comedy characters ever made in Australian in Australian television mm. and uh, he's coming back so August 5th on uh, on channel 10 at 7:30 it's a Sunday uh, lock that into your calendar because that is a it's a it's a real landmark for Australian comedy this show I'll yeah. check it out I'm yeah. definitely keen like I, I've heard the name Russell Coit and I've seen like a <laughs> three second clip of him falling over onto some dust <laughs> yeah. and I liked it. <laughs> But I definitely need to check it out more. I've been recommended uh, Russell Coit a bit. Yeah. So it's pretty much satire of the crocodile hunter, right? 
Pretty much, man. Pretty much. And he's he's meant to be he's meant to be this this outback this outback god and like where you know can fix any problem and nothing ever goes wrong. But and every episode everything goes wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 just the but but the the way that he portrays the character that I've always loved is that he's. He's a bloody moron, mm. but he's got so many lovable qualities about the character, mm-hmm. and that's why he become he became everyone's favorite favorite outback guy. Yeah, you know, and 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 this 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 amazing character who's bloody useless, mm-hmm. but you still love him because he's got great qualities. And I think that's mm. a cool a cool thing about how Australia how Australia is. Like you don't have to be the the most talented guy. You don't have to be and and like you know even. Even successful at anything that you're doing, if you're if you got some lovable qualities, we'll we'll take you in. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, very and, nice uh, thought. So I'm very, very excited about that show coming back. And uh, when when it does, in in a in a couple of weeks, we'll um uh we'll uh come on and we'll and we'll, we'll talk about the show. You want to review it? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon? Are you? Is it like when a sequel's going to come out? Are you feeling like oh, I hope it's better or it's got a high standard to hit to be as good as the original? Or are you just like cool, more stuff, all good? I'm a little nervous. Okay, I'm a little nervous because I love the original so much. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if he comes comes in with the with a new angle to it or 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 if mm. he's just going to stay stay standard with the with the old stuff and. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you seen any of um, Sasha Baron Cohen's new show yet? No, but I've heard lots about it. Yeah, I've been seeing little bits pop up, like heaps of headlines popping up about him punking new people in character with prosthetics and stuff. And I, I feel the same, a little nervous, man, mm. because I think that guy is a massive talent. Yeah, like, man. That is, he is more talented as an actor and an improviser than some of the most successful actors and improvisers right now because he manages to convince people of a performance in the moment and improvise in that moment. They believe he's this character. He changed the game. He, Absolutely. Yeah. And nobody's been close since no. he did Borat. Mm-mm. And the, like, I know that the legacy a lot of the time is just bad Borat quotes like, my wife, and that sucks. But like, if you watch what he actually did, watch the episodes, watch the movie, he's a master. And he, and he brings out the char- characteristics of often morally bad people just by being so deep in his character that they feel comfortable to open up. I'm scared in the same way that as he... I, but I believe he's going to hit the mark. I think he's going to like absolutely do what he planned to do. So You definitely can't doubt the man. I mean, yeah, he's, I think he's, he's going to hit nail yeah, it. Yeah, I hope he does too, man, because he is he is one of the greatest comedians of all mm. time. And and doing and and doing his style of comedy which was, you know, so different to what everyone else was doing at the time and for a long time just doing doing his own style. Yeah. And um and that's just something that we both love about him so much. Mm. I think the the thing that makes me nervous is that he tried to do just normal comedy acting for a few years after Borat. Like he did this thing called The Dictator yeah. where he was just playing like a I guess a Russian dictator and there was no real people getting punked. It was just him like putting on a voice. I was like, "Dude, it's not the accent that's funny. Yeah. Like you, you forgot for a bit for a couple of years, but it looks like he's back in his prime. Yeah, man. Ireland has finally decided to get rid of fossil fuels entirely. Awesome. So huge congratulations to <laughs> Ireland. I'm just going to say it with an accent so that people know that I'm not saying Ireland, like I-S-L-A-N-D. I'm saying Ireland. So congratulations <laughs> to Ireland who have just voted to become the first nation on earth to fully divest from fossil fuels. 
making the transition to a clean future is easy is easier as a small island without many coal deposits. Uh, but we should still tip our hats to them. Good work, Ireland. Yeah, Congrats. man. Awesome. I, it's it's crazy, man. Like it it um it it is uh it's a scary thing when you hear that that you know it's great and and you and we should and we should all in my opinion as society mm-hmm. you know be positive and go yes like because positivity creates more positivity in my in my opinion and hate only generates more hate and I think if, when these things come across everyone should be like yes awesome um, island great great work this is fantastic yeah. but it also does scare you a little bit when you hear the first. You know uh, yeah. that they're the first country to do this, and you think about, you know, the 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 size of that country compared to so many other superpowers in you know in the mm. world, and these guys are the first to do it, and it just makes you think, well, how long is it going to be until until we realize that you know we're mm. we're fucking we're getting we're putting us to ourselves to a point where we fu- we fucked this planet, man, and and and. And we, we just need to, like, you know, start using solar power and, and wind power and all these things that's renewable energy. Yeah. And they're the first. And, like, how, like, it's so frustrating that the amount of time that you need for political change. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And, you know, and it looks, you know, it looks like the... The, the earth is, well, a lot of scientists say that we've done so much damage to the earth now that we will never be able to get back to... You know, with the ozone layer and everything, where where we originally were, that we've we've cooked it now. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's better to be a little fucked than real fucked. You know what I mean? You know mm. what I'm saying? It's, it's better to to make a change now, and and so we don't we don't make um, you know more, like put ourselves into more of a hole in the future. Mm. But it's awesome that Ireland are doing that. If you were a TV show, I would have changed channel because I. Because yeah. it makes me feel so grim, dude. I know, man. I know, and I get that. But it's like you can't not talk about it when you when when this kind of stuff comes up. In my opinion, just because it's like because it is fucking grim, dude. Yeah, like it is fucking grim. But I it- bought a keep cup though. <laughs> what else am I supposed to do to me? I don't know, man. I, it's it's hard because here's the other thing too, and this is why governments, in my opinion, fuck up so much is they'll put it on the person when people are just going to live within their means, man. Like you know what I mean? Like people. People like most day to day people are just struggling to get by, and if it's cheaper for them to do do things a certain way, mm. then they're going to do it that way because they they that that's just life, and it's up to the governments to to push everyone together in a direction, not put up ads being like, oh, as an individual, this is what's going to save the world by you guys doing this, and the government doesn't have to change anything, still get all these mu- all this money from mining and all this other thing, and it's just like a big fucking, you know, look look over here and and do this while we're over here still doing fucking terrible shit to the planet. Mm. And that's what, that's what frustrates me is... So what are you going to do, assassinate someone? <laughs> I don't know what you can do. I don't. I don't know if there is an answer. We. I. I don't think we'll be around to, to uh, to see the finish of it, and I don't think we'll be around to see the to, to see you know the, the the true effects mm. of of what's going to happen to the planet. Do you reckon? I know that one of your theories on how to bring up children is to shame them. Do you think that it's so heavy when you say it that way? Eh? <laughs> out of context, eh? Like if you're listening for the first time and you didn't hear the episode where Timmy explained that and got to that point, it does sound crazy, but it is. Uh, and so I know that you're, that's your theory with kids. Do you think that that theory could be transferred to politicians? Maybe if you shamed Malcolm Turnbull, shame him about I don't know, not his looks. That's mean, but like his thoughts. Do you think shame is the answer? Man, I 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know what what the answer Maybe is. Maybe friendship. Yeah. Maybe be friends with it, Malcolm it might, Turnbull. It might be the it might be the thing, man. I think that you know what is it, that, that always gets me is surely people don't go into. I reckon majority of people that become politicians, mm. they probably go in there thinking I'm going to do great things, you know, and I'm going to and I'm going to do like real positive things, and I'm going to be like a, a leader that people can look up to and all this, and then they get swallowed up by. Uh, by the environment and people that have worked for big companies have probably seen this before as uh, as well where they might have a be working with a really nice person and then they get promoted into a position and join that club and then completely you know become what they what they hated and become and become what they said that they that, that they wouldn't to 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 other people and you know it's I, I don't I I think the problem is is the is the system not the people you know and I don't know how you fix how you fix a system like that. It's 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 far beyond beyond my understandings and 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 my what what I'd be able to come up with ideas. But you know, there's luckily there's much more smarter people than me out in the world. So hopefully, at one point, they you know people start listening to the to the real geniuses of the world. Bring Elon in. Have a weekly uh, Christmas Kringle, I reckon. Like lift- <laughs> Lift the office mood in Parliament and they all have to get each other gifts. They all pull a name out of the hat and even if you're in an enemy party, oh, you are in the Greens, you're in the Greens club, you have to buy an Apple Mac for somebody in the opposite of Greens and then they become friends because they've gotten each other gifts. I think that, um, yeah, something chill, something friendly (laughs) and something um, generous is probably the answer. I'll tell you what happens anytime politics comes up even when it's your like i love you man but when you're talking about politics i feel like a cricket ball that's covered in soot is like filling my throat yeah man i'm like oh i know man it's so fucking shit <laughs> but you brought this story up didn't you <laughs> all my story was was congrats to the nation of ireland for getting rid of coal and petrol <laughs> so i guess roundabout way i brought it up um Cool. Is that our? That's our stories for the for for the week. I think we've. Uh, is that your? Is that your threat? Yeah, man. Um, we've got. Uh, I've got a. I've got a send in, and you've got a follow up, don't mm. you? Um. All right. Well, I'll I'll go first with the with the send in. Um, we got a, a send in story here from uh, from uh, Todd Bignall and. In, uh, in in Brisbane, Stallion Todd Bignall. Stallion Todd Bignall, and and he's sent in before. So thanks again for for sending in Todd. Uh, the the headline is man charged over bizarre car park rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, now a man is facing charges after stripping down to his underwear at a Bunnings warehouse before going on a bizarre rampage with a chainsaw. Now what what happens, Cam? There's a little um, snapshot photo here. Um, so the guy's rammed his car into the uh, in, into the into the fence. Um, this Can I have is a, a look at that again? Yeah. After he so he's rammed his car into the fence, yeah, and he's just in his just in his jocks, and then he uh, he he gets out and um, he's he smashed the he smashed the the uh, the the back of his own, so he's only damaging his own car. Yeah, he smashes the back of his car with a with a golf club, throws this ba- like this um, kid's chair like uh, this baby chair, which is a bit sad, across the across the um, he was in there by himself across the car park. And then brings out a chainsaw and starts chopping at his 
chopping at his car. Um, now, the funnest part of... of <laughs> if that wasn't fun enough. <laughs> the funnest part of, of this is um, at the end... At the end, he does a, um, he does a somersault. Um, so, <laughs> You're right. Just, that is the funnest I'm part. I'm just trying to find find the section where they where they actually get it because dude, it's so fucking good. He, yes. he, he does a he does a full bone full bone somersault. That is it. not what I expected you to say, man. Yeah, man. He is is um is pretty fantastic. And um, oh here we go. This is it. So um, crank that. Oh, crank that volume. Shit. Um. Fucking Channel 7 News, man. Just show me the somersault. Just give eh? us the copyright-free content and <laughs> get right to the somersault. Um, all right. Here we go. Here it is. <laughs> Did you got that? Yeah, yeah. okay. So okay, that's wait. a Ford roll. That's a somersault. Is a Ford roll, do you consider them the same? He doesn't get any air. No, that would be a, that would be a Mickey flip. Oh, what? So that's a that's a somersault. A when you fo- go- yeah, I'd call that a Ford roll. What would you call a sum- what would, what would a somersault? A somersault be? to me is pretty much just a straight up flip from feet to feet. You're in the air for a full 360 of your body, like full. Oh no way! Yeah, that's what I expected. Like a a fat guy in undies with a chainsaw doing a flip. Oh no, that's that's a flip. That's like I, I think it's better that he does a pathetic little somersault roll good. onto the yeah. ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, so, and then the then the cops come in and he lays down. And he just goes, I like it's it's like his little finale to yeah, his, he's like, yeah. <laughs> it seems like a tantrum to me. I think that his wife, and like, I was going to say annoyed him, but not in a sexist way. But I feel like he's angry about something to do with his wife because he's attacking his own property, which he probably shares the car with his wife, the baby with his wife, and he's just flipping out and breaking their stuff. And he's just, um, he hasn't harmed any other people, which is no, good. No, he didn't harm anyone else. And um, he, he scared some people, but he but he didn't harm anyone. And he got arrested. And hopefully he's calmed down. And mm. hopefully he's, uh, he's, he's, he's all sweet. Mm. And um, probably not someone that should be allowed to have a chainsaw anytime soon. Yeah. Take it off him. He should be. That should be a condition. Yeah, no chainsaws. Not going to prison, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, oh, I'd love to, if he started a YouTube channel, which was him doing mediocre gymnastics. <laughs> like I was <laughs> him doing like leg ups or like one push up. Yeah, I'd follow That's what that. He sh- yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got a follow-up, Cam. Yes. So a couple of weeks ago, you were giving people directions of how on Google Earth to find um, a wang shape that <laughs> some people had drawn into a riverbed. Yeah. And I gave you a hard time saying, people are not going to be able to follow these instructions, Timmy. You're just going to need to put a link on our website. But I got a message from stallion Nick Deneen, and he said he found the wang only using your directions and it's gotten to the point now where on Google Maps, if you Google the phrase Australian sausage, yeah. it'll take you to what you were talking about Perfect. on Google Earth. So it's become such a big deal that it's been added to Google Maps. So, yeah, you don't even need to follow Timmy's instructions, which I have to regretfully, <laughs> regretfully admit work. Like, you can listen to that episode and follow them if you want. Dude, I told you afterwards when you were giving me shit as too. I remember this conversation after the podcast finished on us, and I go back and I listen to to, to to what I said, and I go, nah, that's that's 100%. Not Maybe not good instructions, but they were instructions that could get you there. Did you have a listen back to the episode? 
I wanted to hear back my instructions there because I don't because you know that I don't ever. I, I That's don't, why I'm surprised yeah. right now because I, you you you're like the Johnny Depp of uh, news podcasts. <laughs> well, I drilled hard. Yeah. Uh, you you prefer not to listen back to these. I don't listen back to. But them, you no. were so adamant to fight my like to argue 100%. that it was good. And, <laughs> yeah. That's the only one you went back yeah. on. And I didn't listen to the whole episode. I just only went back and listened to that one. And bit. you were convinced. You're yeah. like, yeah, I did give yeah. good instructions. I even listened to it and then went onto my computer and followed the instructions. Instructions on my computer, but of course then- <laughs> you're gonna follow. Like you gave the instructions. Yeah, so, oh, <laughs> that's not a good test. Yeah, it is a good test because I because I, I blacked out everything else in my mouth. You blacked out mind. your I memory meditated. of having I been the one that gave those instructions. Yeah, I, I, I pretended like I'd never even like I was listening to someone else. You meditated and cleared your mind <laughs> yeah. so that you I'm could experience deep, it as a listener. Yeah, and and the instructions worked. Did yeah. that? Or there's the proof. <laughs> No, the proof is Nick Tanine, Stallion, Nick Tanine found it. No, and, I think, and I and I win the, I have won that one, Cam. No, I think you more, valid, that one more valid proof is you clearing your mind <laughs> and listening to the podcast as a blank listener to your own instructions. Oh my gosh, that gave me a headache. If you've got to hold on to that to get a small win out of this, then I'll let you have it, mate. But we've Nick Tadine has found the dick and I'm I'm proud of you, bro. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. Like Nick Deneen has found the dick, and, and you're I'm proud, proud of him, <laughs> and I am. Um, cool, man. All right. Well, that brings us to um, the good news story of yes. the week. Um, now, the headline is: Everyone in this village can speak sign language, so deaf residents can be treated equally. Love it. Uh, this is um, a, a, a small, a very little village, um, Bankala in Bali. And um, 40, so there's only 3,000 people that live there and 40 of their residents are deaf. And um, they say that almost everyone in the, in the, in the community, in the village, um, can speak sign language so they can properly communicate, welcome and respect their 40 deaf residents. So cool, eh? So yeah. all the kids, all the kids, all at school, all learn sign language. Um, it didn't say the reason um, why there is... Um, such a high count of, of, of deaf people in, in their community. So I'm, I'm not sure um, wh- why that is. But um, they've, uh, you know, instead of just pushing, pushing those people away, they've, they've got the community around them to, uh, to welcome them in and, and, and make, them, make them feel more, more, more part of their society around they've them. They've adapted and, to it. Yeah, and I, I like think that. it's a real fucking beautiful thing, dude. And I think, I think when we hear stories like this, it just just makes you just makes you think. You see people doing that, and you go, "Fuck!" Like, it's it's so it's so nice, and it just mm. makes you want to, you know, want to want to make sure that the people around you and your community, whether it be big or large, whether it be your immediate community around you with your friends and family or work colleagues, like, or whether it be larger than that, like, it's just just whatever you can do, man. With people who are a little bit more disadvantaged than you. Um, if you can do it, it's it's such an awesome thing. Yeah, make an effort to connect. Yeah, man, one hundred percent. All right. Wow. Well, if our entire podcast was like that, Timmy, we would be good people. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> thankfully, it's only one percent, <laughs> and for the rest of it, we can just ramble about yeah. whatever. I, I like how we use that end story just as we know that we can just talk about whatever we want because at the end we'll finish with that and we'll feel like great people. Yeah. <laughs> And we walk away, we finish, we press stop on the record and we were like, oh, wow, look at us. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening to a, to a little, uh, a special episode of, of, of uh, Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. It's been um, nice having you. Um, yeah, uh, please, uh, please uh, 
keep uh, telling your mates uh, about the about the podcast. Um, and again, thank you to everyone. Wake that... them up to tell them. If they're, <laughs> if they're asleep right now, give them a little shake on the shoulder and just quietly tell them the name of the podcast and then go back out of their room. And then uh, but don't be creepy about it. No, just yeah. go, hey, wake up. Just letting you know uh, there's a podcast I listen to, Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. Good night. And then just walk out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. whisper it. Don't yeah. leave your hand on the shoulder. Just uh, No touching. Oh, you can wake them up with just verbal... Just, hey! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, thanks again to everyone that um, was 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 at the show last night. Uh, thank you to um, for Thrills for organising that, um, especially um, Nat and Jacob who just did such an amazing job. That that really was one of the one of the best uh, best venues we've we've ever played, hands down. One of the coolest shows we've ever played. So thank you for that, and thank you for listening. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs>